Hello and welcome to Queer Media Pills, the podcast bringing queer media to your ears, one short pill at a time. My name is Mars, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm your host. Today we're gonna talk about a topic that I found quite fascinating, and that's uh, um, kinning. Mars, you might be asking, what does kinning even mean? Um, well, you didn't ask, but I'm gonna answer anyway. Urban Dictionary may answer very simplistically that kinning means to heavily relate to a character. This could mean personality-wise, looks-wise, trauma-wise, or all of the above. And uh, trauma definitely has a big thing to do with it. But I think here it's important to delve into Tumblr history, and that's why this is queer culture, because any young queer has been raised by Tumblr. And if you haven't, you're the lucky one. Tumblr, very famous social media platform where people tend to gather because of fandom reasons. So because they're very passionate about a piece of media and they want to gather with people who are equally very passionate about it. It was also around like 2010 until 2000 and I don't know, whenever the porn ban happened, it was also a big big social media for queer people i know a lot of people had then left tumblr um when they started controlling more of the kind of content that was allowed on it completely banning nudity which there was a lot of on tumblr and as it was a space where queer youths gathered it was also a space where a lot of conversations were being had and amongst young queer people who didn't really have a community of equals around them at the time who were sort of finding and figuring out themselves and it escalated quickly um at the time we used to say that tumblr is where nuance goes to die because there used to be very intense wars around what certain queer identities can and cannot mean whether you're allowed to use the word queer yeah a lot there was just a lot and in some of the deepest darkest parts of tumblr a community was born of kins. As Urban Dictionary puts it very simply, it means to strongly relate to a character for sure, but it doesn't necessarily um, limit to characters, or rather it does now, but it didn't used to be. So you would be you would be able to find, I don't know if they still exist, I really don't think so, but at the time you would be able to find communities on Tumblr of people who kinned um, animals or supernatural being. I remember there was a big angel king community, so the way you would compose your identity if you identified as a kin would be would be to put uh, species or whatever you kinned first and then finish the name with kin. So for example, if you feel deep down that you're an angel, you would be an angel kin. I'm not sure what the dynamics behind this community are where and I would be very interested in reading up about it because I'm sure there was a lot of projection and some degree of like trauma and mental illness involved in it and it ended up being a very intense um community and a very big argument that some parts especially of the trans community had against others like I would argue that's where some of transmedicalist takes were born uh, because the king community tended to make a comparison with gender which of course is really not the same thing and i really don't think there is such a community such a king community anymore 
And since the board has developed and been used in very different ways, and I find myself not a youth anymore, definitely not a queer youth as I've been now, I think officially out as queer for 10 years. Um, so I look on the new fandom social media, which is TikTok. Um, yes, because I am 23 and I have a TikTok. I find myself in fandom spaces on TikTok where people use the word kinning so freely and have hundreds of kins. And at first I was so puzzled by it because my mental association is of people who genuinely feel like this other species, this other creature that could be also a character is literally part of their identity. Um, one of my favorite posts from Tumblr kinning era is this uh, um, anonymous messenger that sent a message to a main like kinning Tumblr account. And basically this anonymous user asked this account and I'm reading now. I swallowed my mom's diamond, but she doesn't understand. I'm dragon kin and she's literally starving me. And what the account replied was, oh no, I totally understand where you're coming from. But maybe next time you could eat some cheaper gems, maybe like rhinestones. I know it won't compare to real gems, but it could be a cheaper way to satisfy your hunger. Or even better, you could make rock candy. I know how hard it can be to have humans not understand your kin type, and I wish you the best luck with your horn. And I personally really struggle reading tone online. Well, honestly, I really already struggle understanding tone in real life. So online, it's completely a mystery to me. So these people could be sarcastic, but as someone who has been on Tumblr at that time, I remember that people got so intense about kin communities and their kins, which means to a degree, these things must have really, 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 really mattered to them. And even if to a degree they were jokes, I don't know, I'm pretty sure someone out there has swallowed rocks. Yeah, but now TikTok youths are using the word kinning so liberally to simply mean that they strongly relate to a character. I got involved, I made my own kin list because it's fun and there are a lot of characters who relate to it. And this is interesting, I think, in relating to queerness, because I find that so much of queer identity in new generations has been strictly linked with uh, um, media. We have had a very direct impact the media has had on social acceptance in the last, uh, I don't know, 20 odd years. So, of course, once again, I find myself saying that obviously I'm not arguing for this being a just queer experience like of course um i'm sure um cis straight allow romantic people um still have uh, characters they strongly relate to or to a degree identify with but there is something very 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 queer with kinning because relating to a fictional character and using a fictional character to express one's struggle really helps relating to a character, impersonating it, it becomes to a degree a sort of shield, a sort of armor that makes you go through life a bit stronger and that's definitely a big part of why I'm so interested in media because it helps people. Um, it helps people very 
directly. And you don't need to go to very specific kinning and fandom cultures to see it. It's very easy to look around and see how so many gay kids used to relate so much to Sailor Moon, how much Glee has done for uh, um, a whole generation of uh, young queers who are so much more confident than they could have been. And Glee is another can of worms that I'm not gonna open now because uh, there's so much to say about that and I will. Trust me, I well but i do think it's wonderful the way um new teens uh, younger queers have taken this culture that honestly on tumblr was super toxic like there was so much infighting about what counted as being a real kin and what didn't and what identity meant and so much transphobia in all that debate and they just they just erased it completely they were like no, I can kin whoever I want. They just need to strongly relate to it and I feel like them. And they own it. Like, they openly talk about how much they relate to these characters and how their struggle informs their own fight. And I just think it's beautiful. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what's your kin list? <laughs> if you want to drop your kin list in the comments, I may I may even share mine on uh, some of my social media. So, if you want to know, go follow on instagram and twitter at queer media pills um and until next week goodbye